Welcome to Leadership Backstage, a series of unique conversations with leaders about their role today and tomorrow. Hi, my name is Tricia Schroeder-Hohenwald. I am an executive coach, an organizational consultant, and the owner of DSH International HR. Another podcast about leadership, seriously? Yes, but somehow different. Over the years, I have been involved in lots of discussions about leadership. What it is, what it is not, what it will be, what it should be, and so on. But from my perspective, far too little open discussions have taken place with leaders about this subject. This is what I want to change here. I want to give leaders a voice, listen to what they say, and see what we can all learn from each other. And also, I have worked with many great leaders in the confidential space of our coaching sessions. But this time, it's not a conversation behind closed doors. The leaders here have accepted to share their thoughts openly, and I hope you will enjoy this backstage view on leadership. Ishan, I'm very happy to be able to talk to you and also happy that uh, we managed to find a, a time slot to talk to each other between Germany and India. So welcome to this podcast. Uh, Ishan, um, maybe for the people who are listening here, could you please tell us who you are? Just like a few words about your role and uh, what your company is doing. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, I am a first-generation entrepreneur. I started my company called Leap Switch Networks when I was in my college. Uh, my company provides uh, cloud-based services uh, to host applications and websites on the internet. We currently operate out of 19 locations worldwide and have a staff of around 30 people. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yushan, so let's start talking about you and how you... You, you started this business and you developed in your role as a leader in, in this business. So you were still a student when you started. Uh, so what, why did you want to start a business at that time? What was your motivation? Uh, well, I always wanted to start earning money as early as possible. And I never wanted to do a job or work for someone. So even before uh, college, I was doing odd jobs like making websites for people or advertising their websites and marketing their websites online. So at that time, uh, I found that there is a big need in the web hosting or cloud services space where there were not enough providers and not enough quality. So uh, that's how I started this business. And uh, when you were, how old were you when you started? I started when I was 17. You started when you were 17, wow. And did you have any role model or how, how, how did you start a business with 17 and what kind of guidance did you, did you get at that time? Uh, to be honest, uh, there wasn't any role model or any guidance as such. So it was learning through your own mistakes. Yes, yes. So to, uh, tell us about, about the journey between the time where you started at that time and, and where you are now, 2018. So I, I heard 2006 you started your, your first business, is that right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So 2006 when I started it I was in the first year of my engineering course. So throughout the day I used to be in college. So I didn't really have enough time to grow it as a business. So what I did the first was I hired a company which handled 24/7 support for my business. Mhm. Cloud services is a market where 24/7 technical support is required. Mhm. so i outsourced that to a company based in bangalore and that company is still with me 12 years later uh during college uh, and after college whenever internet access was available i used to talk to customers online uh, get new customers for my business and basically help expand the business it was a slow process because of time constraints and so four years of slow growth was there but mm. i had a base to start once i finished my college mm. i finished uh, in 2010 uh, when i graduated and uh, that was the time when i uh, registered it as a private limited or incorporated it in india under the name of leap switch networks mm. when and, uh, at, yeah please please you wanted to add something uh so at that time i also uh, roped in a partner who could help grow the business in different verticals and and you started working together uh yeah so 2010 onwards we started working together mm-hmm. uh, he was a college friend of mine mm-hmm. okay uh he was with me till 2012 when he left for higher studies mm-hmm. and when did you start having uh, so 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 having people working for you in this business yeah so 2010 we got our first office we had started with just two people and the outsourced team and from two we are now at 30 but uh, if we talk about customers in 2010 we were hardly at around 1000 customers after 4 years of business whereas now we are at over 16000 customers what what was the driver for you the deep motivation that brought you to to grow this business um through throughout the years and with all the the challenges that you had on the way what what was your your biggest driver and motivation um well growth was my biggest motivation so i just wanted to be the best in the industry so currently as per the size of the industry we are seventh in india seventh largest in india the seventh largest yeah yeah and um if you if you had to, to to start it again would you start that way what would you do differently from the beginning uh, well i would not make a lot of mistakes that i made uh, <laughs> i would probably focus on a few high growth products instead of uh, doing everything possible mm-hmm. so that was one major pitfall that we tried to uh, handle too many markets and too many products at the same time mm-hmm. okay so i would have uh, probably focused on a single product or a small suite of products instead of a large basket of products Mm. that would have definitely increased the growth also uh, this is a very me to industry there are probably uh, 
hundred thousand other companies doing similar stuff. Yeah. So the only differentiator is your size and your service. So uh, definitely, I should have uh, worked more on the service and built up something unique compared to the others. So now you did an, an engineering um, engineering degree. Do did yeah. you learn also about business? Uh, no, not really. It was purely computer engineering. So I learned how to code softwares. Okay. So what what did you learn about business? Uh, while doing the business itself. Okay, so that's it. <laughs> but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say that I was always born to do business because even when I was very young, I was always interested in selling things and making things and selling things. It's a very strong um, inner driver, a very strong uh, motivation from inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the benefit for me was I had a strong technical background yes. and a sales uh, focus. So I could do both. How did you find out that you have a sales focus or that you have a sales ability? How did you know about that? Uh, well, just by talking to customers, I uh, see there are two things. Uh, sales, you can just uh, sell things that you know, of, but understanding what the customer requires and preparing the solution exactly what they require. That is what is generally missing in sales. So that is where the technical ability comes in. So when you combine both, you have a single person or you can have a single person who can uh, build a solution for the customer, price it correctly and sell it. Mm. Okay. Whereas uh, if you just have a salesperson with a lot of sales knowledge or ability, he won't be able to understand what the customer wants. He'll just know what your products are and he'll try to fit that product for the customer. Now you, you're very much, um, very much focused and, and motivated to drive your business. But uh, now you have 30 people. So how do you work yeah. with 30 people? Or where, where did you find them? How did you find them? And how long has they um, been working with you? Uh, well, the core team has been with me for the last five to six years. Mm -hmm. uh, so the person who handles my HR and accounts, the person who handles my entire technical support team, the person who handles my sales team, they have been with me for a long time. So basically there are three major roles in the organization. One is the technical support because without support, our organization cannot work. So we have a, a team structure in the support where uh, each shift has multiple uh, people under it and each shift has a shift leader. So we have three shifts, three shift leaders who talk to one team leader and who talks to me. So that is the structure. And uh, hiring of these people is handled by the team leader. Okay, so you, you haven't been involved in, in the hiring uh, process for the whole team? Or, or, yeah. Originally, I was when we were small, but now uh, in the last two years, I've started delegating part of the hiring, yes. So mm -hmm. senior level hirings, definitely I will be interested in. Junior level interns, 
my team takes care of that. Mm-hmm. And um, how would you describe your, your leadership style? Uh, well, it's not uh, like a dictator. <laughs> I definitely allow people to learn on the job, make mistakes and learn from them. So uh, if you talk to any of my staff members, they have the ability, uh, ability to uh, research, they have the ability to suggest ideas and new things that could be implemented in the organization. Uh, it's not like Ishan will tell them X, Y, Z and they have to follow X, Y, Z. Do you have a, um, do you have a kind of um, picture of what kind of culture you want to have in your company? Work uh, culture? Yeah. Uh, so it's a very friendly culture. Uh, we have outings every six months or so. Recently, we went to a nature camp as such. Uh, our organization works 24-7, so we cannot go at a time, everyone, all of us. So mm-hmm. we have to split every outing into two teams and two teams go separately. But we do have a lot of fun during these outings. Uh, Apart from that, we also allow people to work in any shift that they want. And uh, they can also work from home if required. So what people do is they will uh, maybe combine all their weekly leaves into a single uh, sequence. So maybe four leaves of four different weeks, they'll take it together, they'll go to their hometown if they are not from Pune and Mm -hmm. they'll come back refreshed. So we allow that kind of flexibility in the work schedule. Mm. What is it that you think you would not allow? What is a no-go for you? Uh, As in? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, Sorry, I, I didn't understand the question in what context. Yes, in the context of leadership, in the context of, of, of leading your company and the people, the people who are working for you. Uh, well, uh, poor support or selling uh, with false promises is something I would not tolerate and I do not tolerate. So uh, it happens that sometimes salespeople will promise the world or promise the moon and we won't be able to deliver that. Mm. So, uh, definitely that is a no-go for us. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, you, um, when you think of your company uh, right now uh, compared to, to five years ago, what, what, what exactly did you learn the last five years? Because you, you, had, you started 2006 and, and then uh, you, you, you grow a lot um, the last five years. So what, did, what specifically did you learn the last five years? So one thing I mentioned earlier was uh, focusing on certain uh, products instead of trying to do everything. So five years ago, apart from cloud services, we were also doing web designing, also doing uh, search engine optimization, digital marketing and everything. So. Uh, 2013 14 we stopped doing all of this we focused only on cloud services mm-hmm. uh, second is uh, i learned a lot about process over uh, people so uh, 
uh, we talk about ISO and ISO standards and processes. So we have implemented those in the last two years and that has completely changed the organization. So instead of it being people oriented where anything, uh, any issue that comes up, you have to catch hold of a person. Instead, you can just refer the process and do the work. Mm -hmm. This has actually uh, improved our uh, customer feedback and support responses a lot. Did you, did you have to change also the skills of the people or the people themselves? So you could continue to do the same work with new processes with the same people? Uh, well, yes, uh, skills had to be improved, but making it process oriented uh, made it easier for people to understand the new products or new skills and actually implement them. Earlier, it was dependent on certain people in the organization, certain senior members who had all the access or had all the knowledge that was required. Mm. But now any uh, customer request comes in, anyone in the team who has the required level of access can follow the process and complete the request. So that has increased the turnaround time a lot. I mean, decreased the turn turnaround time a lot. Mm -hmm. Anything else that you learned the last five years? Uh, well, many small, small things as well. Uh, these are the major things that I can think of. Mm -hmm. well, what, what, what did you learn personally through this journey? You started at the age of 17 and you're now uh, 29 years old, I think. Yeah. Yes. So in, in all these years, how, how, did, how did you grow with the business? Is, did the business grow you or did you grow the business? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely a bit of both. Uh, yes. So, uh, yes, I have I've, uh, learned a lot uh, while growing the business. I was a pretty shy person earlier and now I can actually go and talk business with anyone. I'm talking to you which was not possible when I was 17. Mm. Uh, I have uh, so people skills and communication is important. Uh, I've learned that a lot. Uh, technical abilities have increased. Uh, so I understand a lot about cloud than I understood 17 years ago. And uh, people in the industry consider me as one of the foremost experts in India for the same. Um, Wow. Yeah. What what a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that that's that's about it, I guess. That's about it. What what about um um the, the future? What else would you love to learn? Uh well uh my business started with US and Europe as the primary client till but now uh, since last three four years we have focused more on india because india is an untapped market compared to us and europe but do, doing this what happened is we lost touch with growing in us and europe so i would love to go back uh, focus on those regions actually come down and meet people over there do you do that already 
no <laughs> so even though we have customers from 110 different countries i have hardly visited customers in five or six countries okay and what did you what did you find out when uh, you started uh, traveling and visiting customers what was your learning from those trips uh, well uh, there are a lot more perspectives than we can think of so just sitting at my desk i can try to understand what a customer requires but meeting him face to face understanding his business uh, seeing how he works can be a completely new learning process and every region even within india there uh, north india south india west india everyone will work in a very different way so uh, if you go to north india you will see that people are always trying to sell you things instead of partnering with you whereas in south india they are uh, very easy to talk to and very easy to partner with so different kinds of people have different ways of doing business mm -hmm. and what is your way of doing business uh, <laughs> well i am not always looking to sell but whenever possible whenever there is a growth opportunity i am interested in selling of course Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, one more thing, uh, India is very value conscious. Uh, I wouldn't say price conscious, but they want value for money. Whereas I would say US and Europe, they are more focused on the quality. Okay. And, and what, what did you learn from it? Well, what does it mean? What's the consequence for you? uh so basically then you have to price your products accordingly and set the customer expectations accordingly so when you are selling in us or europe indian companies would generally sell at a higher price and deliver a different level of service whereas in india uh that level of service may not be required it is of course wonderful if you can deliver the same level of service in both regions or all three regions mm. but india uh, being a value conscious country they will uh, want more for the money that they spend mm. is it more difficult for you to sell in india or to sell uh, outside of the country uh, see, being an indian company it is easier to sell in india rather than outside so uh, last year what we have done is we have also incorporated in us as leaf switch networks inc so it is a purely american company we do not have feet on the ground there people on the ground but uh, customers treat us very differently now how uh, so if they are talking to a us company as such a company which is uh, actually incorporated there billing from there has a virtual office over there they will trust you more so there are companies in us who will say that we'll only do business with us company uh, no other no european no indian no one else mm. apart from this there are additional advantages that uh, you are offering services in the same currency that your customer is interested in paying mm. Are you, are you the, the only one in your company who's pushing for this global um, 
ex expansion of the of the business is it is it primarily your job or you discuss these kind of topics also with your with your team uh, i do discuss it with my team and my team is also more interested in servicing customers outside india compared to those within india do they do also work um outside of india or or do they mainly focus on the on the indian uh, they work from india but they can handle customers they do handle customers from all over the world mm. so our uh, business or our support is in such a way where we do not actually have to visit the customer to provide uh, the product so everything is virtual so uh, over email or over chat or over skype you can discuss and you can provide the services mm. do you have a dream for the future no <laughs> <laughs> I am not happy with number seven. I want to be in the top three at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. So number seven is is not enough. What do you think do you need to change or to learn to to be part of the top three? Uh, see, uh, one thing is that we need something unique uh, to differentiate us from other companies. so we have uh, built that in something called cloud jiffy it's cloudjiffy.com so that is a completely new product and we are seeing huge traction on that so since january when we launched it we have already signed up 600 customers for it mm -hmm. so that is basically a game changer where we say you will save 80% of your cost compared to hosting on amazon mm -hmm. so that is where we are seeing a lot of traction and it is basically something unique that no one else is providing right now apart from this uh, we are also structuring our sales teams in a different way so uh, we now have a separate inside sales team which is only uh, handling inbound leads and internal customers so existing customers and whatever is coming directly to us and then we have another sales team which is focusing on different verticals so one person who will handle only manufacturing companies one person who is handling only government business so we have different people and different teams handling different roles rather than a single team doing trying to do everything uh, where, where so, did the idea come from uh so before this everything was free for all so whatever a business was coming in whoever was in shift at that time he used to handle it but he wasn't really trained to handle different types of business mm -hmm. so once you have a certain structure and certain processes it is easier for that employee to do his job rather than trying to do everything or trying to be a part of everything mm -hmm. But so they can oh, sorry sorry please yeah they can basically focus on some specific thing instead of trying to do everything mm. and and who who had the idea to change this process uh so my sales uh, head ashish had this idea so he has been in the industry since 2008 or so last 10 years so mm -hmm. he has been with many other companies as well mm -hmm. so he is uh, learning from his previous experience and trying to implement it here
Yeah. Is your sales force now happy with the new process? Uh, yes, definitely. Yes. Why? Why are they happy? What? What's the the benefit for them? Uh, see, benefit is that their role gets defined. Uh, earlier, it was uh, they were not sure whether they are only uh, handling inbound leads where people come to our website and buy products, or they are supposed to find out other companies and sell our products to them. So they were just trying to balance both. Mm-hmm. Now there is a separate team which handles each case, a team which handles inbound business, a team which handles outbound business. And mm. even within outbound business, they handle different verticals. Mm. So they have a clear focus and clear idea of what they have to do once they are in office. Mm-hmm. Certainly a big change, big positive change. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They are also seeing good results from it. Yes. Ishan, if I went and asked your team and your sales team, so the people about you, what do you think they would say about you? How do they perceive you? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> they would be in a better position to answer this. Yes, uh, just imagine. How do you think you're perceived by them? Uh, well, they would say I'm a, a very busy person. And uh, but I'm very helpful whenever they require any kind of assistance from me. But uh, yes, they will also have their uh, issues with me uh, regarding number of people available in their team, vacancies which haven't been filled yet. And uh, what, what what would be an ideal number for your business where you think, yeah, I I could still manage. Um, I, Ishan, as a leader, I could still manage this size of company and over this size, that would be too big for me or that would be something I could not handle anymore. Uh, I don't think there is a size where I won't be able to handle it. Uh, There have been cases where it has been overwhelming. Probably even now it is... Sorry, Ishan, I didn't hear you. Yeah, so what I'm saying is there have been cases where it has been overwhelming. Ah, yes. But I, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say that it is impossible to handle. So, yeah. uh, whenever such a case happens, I learn from it. I see what can be done differently. I hire people if required and just go ahead. So, there hasn't been any year as such where we have actually decreased our business. We have always grown every year. Yes, yes. And if you, if you had, um, now that you are more senior in this job and you've been doing this for, for a long time, if, uh, if you had a young person in front of you uh, saying, oh, um, how, how did you do this? What, what would you recommend me to do now? I want to start a business like this. What, what would be your recommendation to um, a person or young person wanting to, to start this kind of business? Uh, so I would say, uh, ask, I'll basically ask him to understand what is already there in the market, whichever market he is entering and mm. study the competition and see how you can differentiate or how your products differentiate you from the competitors. Mm-hmm. Differentiation is the key over here. Else everyone is doing the same thing. You have Uber, then you have Lyft who is doing the same thing. So 
instead of being a me too try to do something differently mm-hmm. okay that is the main thing uh, that i would see, suggest second is uh, being open to learning there will be mistakes uh, everyone will make mistakes that person will also make mistakes but it depends how you lo- how much you learn from it and how you actually put those learnings into practice hmm so that basically would be my advice to anyone looking to start now hmm that's quite interesting because you're not saying for example you need to to see how where you find money and find cash to start the business um you're not saying uh, like yeah so, so make sure that uh, you get some uh, some people supporting you or a good network uh, i i think it comes a bit later see even if you have a good network but you cannot you do not have something good enough to sell to them what's the use or uh, if you have an investor who has a lot of money but how do you use that money that is more important mm-hmm. so uh, we have had many offers of investors looking to invest in our company but we have always rejected them because we didn't have any use for those funds Mm. we have always been bootstrapped and we haven't even taken a bank loan for it does it give you more freedom it definitely yeah you are doing it for yourself not for someone else mm. is freedom something which is very important for you uh yes definitely mm. what well, what are other values that are important for you uh i would say uh, the company's image and customer satisfaction is something which is very valuable mm. so uh you will find mostly positive reviews about the company yes there will be certain negative ones but uh, overall all customers will tell you that we have had a good experience with leap switch or with ishan and that is what is important for me so mm. putting smiles on customers faces will put smiles on our faces mm. mm. nice nice and what we have seen is we grow mostly through these happy customers so they will they are our network and they will refer more customers to us mm. when you when you choose or chose your team your management so what were the the main criteria for you to choose them uh the support team lead uh, was amol uh, he didn't really have any management experience as such but uh, since he has been with us in the last 4 year he has shown a lot of leadership qualities so if something was not working out if some people were not working properly he would take the responsibility even though it wasn't his responsibility and mm-hmm. he would get it done so that is why he has grown with us and become the team leader now mm. so taking responsibility and getting things done is i guess the important part mm. and the others uh the sales uh, head actually comes from a management background he is from one of the uh, most premier b schools in india i am bangalore 
and she also brings a ton of experience in this industry uh, doing similar similar roles so that's why he is part of our management mm -hmm. do you have two or three people uh three people three so three is including me very nice so you have a double role as a team leader and as a as the ceo of the company yeah yeah, yeah. Which role do you prefer? Sorry, I didn't get you. Which role do you prefer? Uh, actually, my uh, visiting cards just says business head. It doesn't even say CEO. So it's basically just heading the business and uh, helping people and the business grow. Yes. Yes. And it actually helps when I go and meet customers that a business head is meeting them, not the CEO. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Anything else, uh, Ishad? We're coming closer to, to the end of this conversation. Is there anything else that um, you would like to say about your leadership role in your company that um, we haven't talked about? I believe we have covered everything, but if you have any questions, do ask. Thank you very much, Ishan. I wish you all the luck for the next steps in your business. Thank you very much that you took the time to talk to me. And enjoy, enjoy the time in Pune. Thanks for listening. That was another edition of Leadership Backstage. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you want to know more about me or have a conversation with me, you can get in touch via dsh-internationalhr.com.